T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. My first guest tonight is Sarah Foster. She's an analyst at bankrate.com. And what are we talking about? Well, as you well know, women are more likely to feel stressed about their finances than men. And then the article goes on to say, here's what to do about it. So let's just stop for a moment and really think on that. Women are more likely to feel stressed about their finances than men. Well, joining us to really bring clarity to this article that I'm reading, Sarah Foster is joining us. Hi, Sarah. Hi, great to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm glad to have you. Okay. Bottom line is we have been more likely to feel stressed out about finances than men since the beginning of time, I think. (laughs) So this isn't like a new suggestion or a new thing we need to be aware of. It's been around forever. Do you agree? No. Well, I think what's really important here, especially talking about our findings where Uh, Specifically, 46% of women say that money is likely to negatively impact their mental health versus 38% of men. Uh, It's number one to focus on what this looks like at an individual picture. Uh, By negatively impacting their mental health, women mention, all respondents in our survey mentioned that this can either amount to feelings of anxiety, stress, worrisome thoughts, even loss of sleep and depression. So, Obviously, this is a really important issue when it's impacting our mental health, but I think it's for uh, reasons really both of the past and the present. I think obviously the past several years, especially in light of the coronavirus pandemic, have been very challenging in the face of our finances. But for women especially, they're dealing with issues like the gender pay gap and even you know the overall caregiving responsibility, which I think makes it even more challenging for women than men. Absolutely. And of course, the pay disparities between men and women has also been painful. We were really on the move, you know, helping to bring the equality between men and women and how much we make. And then all of a sudden, like you said, when the pandemic hit, things really changed in our country and in the world. So where where do we where do we stop and say, if we're going to get ahead as women, we know what the disparity is. We don't we haven't changed it yet. We're not equal to men's um, the, the amount that they make for their job. We're not there yet. So how do we encourage ourselves and keep moving up and forward? Mm-hmm. Well, absolutely. And this is an important question. And I think it's really important first to just recognize here that if you're stressed about your finances and you're a woman, there's really nothing wrong with you at all. And you're not alone. I think uh, obviously it's, it's incredibly difficult to save and invest, especially for long-term goals like retirement 
for all Americans, but especially when you're facing something like a gender pay gap, which gives you less money to work with in your budget. But what's really uh, powerful, I think, especially in light of our finances, is celebrating those successes that we do make and then not being afraid to start small. And so, you know, kind of the advice that lots of mental health experts give, I think, also kind of applies with our personal finance, where uh, when we're setting our financial goals, we want to make sure we're separating those things that we can control from what we can't control. So, Obviously, the inflationary picture, volatile markets that we've gotten in the past few months, that's not something that, unfortunately, any of us can prevent. But we can focus on those overall goals that we have with our personal finances, uh, hopefully uh, by starting small and remembering that, you know, no step is uh, too small, really, to make a difference. Mm. The coronavirus pandemic derailed women's equal pay progress, and I mentioned that a minute ago. But how did they do? How did the pandemic do that? Um, Why is it that we were delayed during the pandemic and there were still men that were doing very well? Well, I think what's really interesting in talking about the coronavirus pandemic is this idea that it really became a she session, which is where uh, you know, the the downturn specifically befell women. And I think that's for maybe two reasons. Number one, a lot of these service sector positions that were cut surrounding uh, stay-at-home orders, restrictions, but women predominantly worked those positions. And then the second kind of aspect is that caretaking. Lots of women dropped out of the labor force during the pandemic, either because children were out of school, you know, staying at home. They took on the the homeschooling responsibility or because loved ones, older Americans fell ill or they felt, uh, you know, the responsibility to take care of them. And so we're still kind of seeing the lingering impacts of that today even two plus years almost since the pandemic began, uh, pretty close to a million women are out of the labor force still today. And so it's a a challenge that's, you know, still ongoing even uh, long after the pandemic first began. What did you hear about women when they knew they could get a weekly check from the government uh, to help buoy uh, them, you know, help them keep moving, at least equally? Um, I'm just curious to know if those moments of the pandemic when they were getting those checks in, because I've heard so many people say, well, you know, a lot of these families got those checks and they really should be in the buildings working, where we weren't in the buildings working for two years (laughs) almost. So it's frustrating when you hear something like that. So it feels as though men are not taking on nearly as much uh, of the the challenge of raising a family as the woman does. Even though she's has, she may have degrees, she is a professional, it's just so different between the two. It doesn't seem to be getting closer to being equal. Yeah, well, I will say is around every stimulus check iteration, Bankrate ran a poll where we asked uh, survey respondents what they were planning to do with the money. And overwhelmingly, they said that this that money would impact their personal finances. It would make it everyday essentials more attainable. I think, um, and almost all of them mentioned that they were they were going to use the money on those necessary expenses. So I think that's really important here to remember that that money that was sent out during the pandemic was very helpful for so many people and women included who are facing you know difficult economic situations, but. I think this idea, especially when we're talking about caregiving and caretaking, 
is especially important, not only just because that responsibility falls on women, but also how we know that it can impact their earnings, especially when women have to take time away from their job, maybe when they have to work fewer hours. A a really interesting analysis from the National Women's Law Center found that uh, the pay gap for moms is even wider than the pay gap for uh, women overall at, at about 75 cents versus 82 cents for all women. So it's it's a really interesting kind of topic here, especially as we obviously raising a family is something that's so important for so many women. But obviously we are not really in a position here where we're seeing that it doesn't impact their earnings opportunities, even when they do take on that responsibility. Exactly. Well said. I think my frustration is that no matter how hard as women, for women, we are constantly trying to move up the ladder or at least to um, be able to take care of our families without worrying where's the next, you know, uh, meal coming from and that sort of thing. My frustration is that um, our relationship, women, I would say a lot of us can sit in, in circles in a restaurant and sit and really lament about how difficult it is for us to be healthy money-wise, right? To be, to be healthy with our money. And I, I think that's me. I grew up in a family where um, my father was killed by a drunk driver when I was 14 years old. And so my mother really took it on, and um, she was there for us, you know, worked so hard. She was working two jobs and in college at the same time. It was a very, very difficult time. At the same time that all of that was happening, um, the whole idea of money and her not being able to get a credit card, not because her credit was bad, she had excellent credit, but because she was a woman. There was a time, right, (laughs) when we couldn't Mm -hmm. get a credit card without a husband. So here we are today, and I I was not good with money. I was the girl that should have had on the T-shirt that said, what do you mean I don't have any money in my bank account? I I still have checks, (laughs) right? (laughs) So when I look back on my understanding of of being healthy with my money, right, taking good care, being responsible, it took me years. It took me about seven years to really understand what I needed and had to do, absolutely had to do. So are we still at that point or, or have we grown and learned how to manage that money, how to keep that money, how to grow that money? Mm-hmm. Well, I think you you highlighted a very interesting point at the beginning, which I think also kind of illustrates just how many hats that women feel like they have to wear. I was speaking with several women for this story that I uh, wrote about this very subject, and men, many of them mentioned, you know, in addition to feeling like the overall caretaker for their household, they're also the ones, you know, making those decisions. They want to be you know, the best money manager, they want to be the best wife, they want to be the best partner, the best parents. I think, uh, obviously, the more hats you take on is very difficult. And especially for women, I think they mentioned that that stress kind of stems from these overall income gaps that really make it harder for them to make these decisions. And so I think, you know, obviously, this financial stress is a major issue. But what's really important is recognizing that we can take these steps to hopefully help mitigate that stress. Again, it kind of goes back to not being afraid to start small. I think uh, there's also lots of low-hanging fruit within our, our own lives that maybe we can turn to to hopefully help us. I mean, especially if, you know, income, the loss of income, maybe even making less income than other people that you know is what's stressing you out. Maybe there's something that you have in your everyday life that you can monetize, maybe a hobby that might be worth a side hustle. 
I think obviously it's a little bit difficult to expect women to work a full, multiple full-time jobs, even part-time jobs in addition, especially if they're a parent. But there's lots of these small steps that we can take that hopefully can help women overall in the end. And I think that's very important, especially when they might feel like the odds are completely stacked against them in the face of these broader societal issues like the pay gap. Yeah, exactly. And I know I read this quote, another way to alleviate stress for women when it comes to our finances is to accept the fact that there are always going to be surprises that may come up. And I don't Mm -hmm. think I know a woman that doesn't agree with that, but it's, it's not easy to do, is it? Mm -hmm. And I think that's really, you know, giving yourself grace is also very important here. And in addition to speaking with women who feel stressed about their finances, I also spoke with many financial experts who are women, and they all mentioned, even the experts here, that there are times when money stresses them out. There are times when they're caught off guard by unexpected expenses. But when we step back and really realize that there are these little steps that we can take in our lives to hopefully help manage our our stress and manage our budgets, those go hand in hand. And I think we'll be prepared for more of those emergency expenses, even if you can't stop them from happening. I think another one of the uh, crucial problems with our currency today is that we have been hearing so much about cryptocurrency. So here we are as women trying to figure out how to make this work, right? Whether you are a single mother, whether you are married or partnered, we are trying to figure out how to make it work. But when you hear over and over again, that our currency could become cryptocurrency, right? I actually interviewed a woman who knew the most about cryptocurrency, and I asked her at the end of the interview, I said, so uh, our current way of, of making money and saving money and, you know, being able to grow money um, is, is at stake here. Are you telling me that our way of currency today will be changed to cryptocurrency? And she said it's already in, in, in place. It's already being done as we're talking. She said you will be hearing more about this. Now, is that something that women are really paying attention to right now is something like cryptocurrency? And if so, do we understand it? Mm -hmm. Well, I think this is a really complicated subject, and I think I would really want to zoom out here and pull attention to maybe two of our surveys. I think that were really interesting where women mentioned that they were worrying about almost every kind of money concern except of their investments, which men tended to say that they were more, more likely to worry about their investments. And I think What that shows is also kind of a lingering inequality because another survey that we ran from May found that 50% of men say that they're invested in stocks. We had stock-related investments versus uh, 37% of women. So I think while that's not to say that there aren't women out there who are taking charge, who are investing, who are, you know, finding ways to make additional income, especially in the face of these broader issues like inflation, Um, I think what this really shows is that, you know, there is this inequality. And it's not to say that maybe women aren't educated about the subject. I think, uh, you know, we can't underestimate the the impact that the gender pay gap has had on some of these goals. I think when you're used to making significantly less money than even men, I think even taking some of those steps can be a lot more difficult in your budget to really allocate that money. 
Mm. Well, I tell you, Sarah Foster, um, analyst at bankrate.com is who I'm speaking with tonight about this really important subject about how women are handling our money. Um, and it's really a stressful time in our country. That's for sure. My final question for you, Sarah, um, it, you talked about fine ways of monetizing your hobbies and that sort of thing or starting a side hustle. Um, we are the queens or the leaders of side hustles, right? <laughs> I really believe that. I Not only myself have I had a side hustle, but I have so many female friends that are married, some that are single mothers, and so much more that have side hustles. Tell me more about that and the importance for women. Mm-hmm. Well, I think overall, you know, starting a side hustle is just something that might be a little bit easier to make additional income than picking up a second part-time job or even another full-time job. I think if you're doing something in your life that's already worth something, it's uh, really a a low-hanging fruit option for you to maybe find a way that you can monetize it. I think I spoke with a woman for this piece who mentioned that as a hobby, she really enjoyed making jewelry, making uh, shea butters, making lotions. I think and uh, during an unfortunate instance when she had to take time away from her job due to a medical emergency, Uh, She thought to herself that, hey, this is something that maybe I can sell. And it ended up, you know, making a pretty significant chunk of change that that hopefully helped her along with, you know, that uh, disability check that only recovers about uh, 60% of her income. So it's really, again, it kind of goes back to what we've been talking about all along, where we can't deny that there are instances about our finances that will always stress us out. We can't prevent the un controllable things like inflation, market volatility, and even emergency expenses. But we can take some of these small steps to hopefully limit the stress and make us feel like we are more in control of our money. And I think a side hustle is a really important way to do that. Sarah Foster, I'm so glad you were able to join us tonight. Um, A lot of good information. Thank you. Great. Great to be here. Thanks for having me again. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.